Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Carnal Talk Radio, the sultry haven where we delve into the intimate and sensual tales of everyday women. On this podcast, we embark on a journey to explore the diverse landscapes of female sensuality. Some of our guests may choose to share their experiences anonymously, and others may prefer to step into the spotlight to promote themselves. But one thing will remain a constant, the genuine and candid conversation about their sex lives. Carnal Talk Radio is not your typical show. It's a podcast where we celebrate the stories that often go untold. From the early sparks of desire to the intricacies of person development, we uncover the layers that make each woman's sensual journey unique. I am your host, Nelly. I know, I know, some of you know me as Khan from the Porn Director Podcast, but OnlyFans, YouTubes, and other platforms kicked us off, and I had to recreate all new social media. So what I want you to do is think of this as my solo career. For those of you who do not know me from the Porn Director Podcast, please visit the website carnaltalk.com and read my bio. Hey, everybody. We are here with the first ever episode of Carnal Talk Radio. Before we jump into the episode, I want to apologize for the audio. We can call this the first show hiccups, and I assure you things will be getting better. Anyway, this episode features a beautiful woman whom I made acquaintance with on Snapchat. Snapchat had actually recommended her to me, so I thought she was someone I knew. But the funny thing is, I have a paid Snapchat, and since I thought I knew her, I was like, let's throw her on my explicit content private group, only to find out we didn't know each other. Lucky for me, she did not report me, and she also happened to be a content creator as well. So meet Lick My Versace, the bewitching mixed-race beauty who started as a cam model and gracefully transitioned into the realm of OnlyFans. With dark flowing hair and a spinner body that defies the ordinary, she is the epitome of seduction. Brace yourself as she, with a mischievous twinkle in her eye, shares her penchant for shibari, anal, and oral. And it's just that much cuter with the Scottish accent. For those who know me, you know I love petite dark-haired spinner who are three input women. With that being said, I was extremely excited to interview her, but a little forewarning, she was doing a live cam show while I was interviewing her, so she might sound a little distracted at times. Don't forget to visit our website, carnaltalk.com, and follow her on all the social media platforms. The links will be available in her episode page, which is episode number one. And now, without further ado, please welcome Lick My Versace to the show.
so you have to go into how you came up with this name. Um, I think it's just like a calling, I guess. Um, um, in the sense that it kind of my parents named in Scandinavia, um, so it's kind of like some Scandi influences there. Um, but yeah, and Versace because. Um, like my Versace, which is like my URLs, is um, where you can find me. So, cool. <laughs> yeah, it just came organically, I guess. All right. And um, so can you tell everyone your age? Um, I think that's just for some people to find out, I guess. Okay. They're really that curious. So I'm going to go on record to say that you're definitely younger than 30, but older than 20. Yes. Okay. Yes. So we'll go with that. Um, and is there any like celebrity that people say you look like? No. No. <laughs> okay. Um, not well. No. Well, yeah. Years ago, I looked at guess more like Amy Winehouse when I was really young. Okay. I got that a lot. Other than that, no. Uh, no. I don't really see that. Um, yeah, I was. Younger and I was like, well, yeah. Okay. Um, and so just remember this is audio. So I want to give the audience an idea of what you look like. Uh, and I know it's hard for women to describe themselves. So uh, do the best that you can if you can kind of break down your physical attributes. My physical attributes. Okay. Well, currently I have longish hair and a kind of bumblebee. Um, pattern of like blonde and uh, dark brown um i have dark brown eyes glasses um i guess slender figure tiny tits um a bulbous booty um <laughs> um and short and petite Okay, guys, I'm going to jump in here and do some translation because I know it's a little bit hard with her accent if you're not used to it. What she said was long brown hair, kind of a bumblebee pattern with blonde and dark brown. But I would just call it dark brown with some blonde highlights. Uh, she has brown eyes and wears glasses. She has a slender figure with tiny tits and a bulbous booty, short and petite. I would describe her as a mixed race with a little lighter than normal Latina complexion, perfect skin. Um, so would you describe, would, would people describe you as a spinner? Spinner. So a spinner, spinner. is normally uh, like a small chested, skinny, petite woman. Okay. I, I like, I'm, still consider myself a newbie to this kinky world i'm not gonna lie so like all these jargons i'm gonna like enjoy so skinner cool yeah Spin, I guess spinner I'm as in a woman spinner. Who spins. yeah <laughs> okay yes a spinner spinner yeah you are a spinner and you uh have some piercings you have your septum pierced is there anything else pierced um i had my ears pierced <laughs> i barely ever put earrings on unless i'm feeling fancy um I had my nipple pierced, but then I almost ripped it off in a shower door in Cuba and was like, hell no. Um, uh, 
what's it called? Um, piercing. What else do I have? Piercing. I think that's it. Belly button? No. Yep. I've never been into the belly button piercing and nowhere down there either. Like, I've been, I've been told that, like, if you get sensitive areas pierced, and this was after I got my nipple pierced, mm -hmm. um, it can either go both ways. It can go, like, less sensitive or really yeah. fucking sensitive. I was lucky with my nipples that I got, like, extra sensitivity. I would not dare down there because, like, like, why would you, why would you risk it? Don't fuck with perfection, right? Exactly. You know, like, yeah. You said it. Great. Yeah, I have a, a friend who got her nipples pierced and she lost all feeling in her nipples and uh, it really affected her sex life. So I always tell women, like, don't get your nipples pierced. Yeah, like you, you touch my nipples and I'm like, oh. so I, no, just don't do it. Like, like you said, if it's perfect, don't fuck with it. So also looking at your Instagram and stuff, I noticed you're kind of like um, almost like I, I would put you in a cry and excuse me if this is wrong. I'd put you in a cross between um, hippie and alt lifestyle. Okay. Yeah. Alt like yeah, I guess. But you're also <laughs> a little hippie-ish as well, right? Yes, I, I I definitely have like country. I wouldn't say like necessarily hippie. I think just like the whole connotation. It's kind of like with feminism, like okay. I see feminism, I hear feminazi and I hear hippie and I hear like, you know, just people with dreads and trying to sell you like fucking hemp. Patchouli oil. Which I'm totally into. <laughs> but I'd say I'm probably a bit more country um, inspired lifestyle wise. So, oh my God. so your audio is going out. You said country, right? Yes. Country. Now, so when we think of country here in the United States, we think of Southern rednecks, but you're obviously not from the uh, United States. So kind of describe what you would call um, country as she spanks herself on camera. Question. Sorry, what was the question? The question was, country in the United States means kind of Southern redneck, but obviously you're not from the United States. So what does country mean okay, to you? Okay, yeah, no, I'm talking like Scottish countryside, yeah. like misty forest, woodland creatures. <laughs> yeah, I'm half Scottish, so yeah. I'm not like happy redneck country American. I'm like Scottish fable fairy country. Great. Okay, that's what we need yeah. to know. Then we, then we made the, the distinction, the clear distinction between. <laughs> that's, that's why we went there. That's why we went there. Um, cool. Okay, great. And so you're not from the United States. You're half Scottish. Can you tell us quickly a little bit about where you grew up, where you're from? Cool. So I'm half Scottish, half Colombian. Um, I was created in Norway. Um, and then went to Colombia uh, for baptism um, and then <laughs> um, two seconds please uh, went to Colombia baptized and then was brought up the majority of my life in Scotland but I don't think a year skipped where like I was in home for Christmas and carnival season here in Colombia um, so, yeah, I've been kind of like, well, when I say I'm half and half, like I genuinely do feel like I'm half and half. I just did one year of primary and my final year of school 
in Colombia, and yeah, so. And you're half Colombian, yeah. half Scottish. Half. You're bilingual. You're fully fluent in Spanish as well as English. Well, if you want to call Scottish English, right? Yeah. <laughs> and a little French. That's great. Yeah. Um, you Euro Euros tend to speak a lot of different languages, which always makes you jealous. I only have uh, a little English and a little Portuguese. Um, so you said you grew up bouncing between these two countries. Uh, has this given you a conflicted personality? Again, sorry for the audios on this, everybody. But she is actually spanking herself um, as she's doing this interview and her dog is barking. And you can hear that her neighborhood isn't exactly the most quiet neighborhood. So I apologize for the audio, everyone. But uh, it does get better as we move along. And the next few episodes will be a lot better, too, I promise. Pardon? So you grew up in two separate um countries right so do would you say this yes. gives you a conflicted personality or is it just a spicy personality it's definitely a spicy personality I, I don't think there's many conflictions i've been lucky that it's weird the two cities that i'm from are the same in size um and in population for colombia being such a huge country the the city that i'm from here is actually the same size as glasgow oh great so they have lots of similarities, which I enjoy, um, but they're very distinct as well. Like the city that I live in now, which is Bogota, to me has more of a lifestyle like Glasgow, um, yet being at least there's like 10 Glasgow's in Bogota. It's a ridiculously huge city. It's like one, yeah, it's massive. It's an amazing city. I love it, especially for cycling. It's really, really fun. Um, so yeah, I, I think I have learned to appreciate the differences and, um, I don't have a preference either. That's usually one that everyone asks me is like, what's your preference? And I don't have one. It's impossible. It's really hard. Um, el mismo que pasto. <laughs> Cuánta gente? Como cincuenta. Googlealo, Marita. You know, estoy en una pista now. Um, <laughs> Uh, what was I going to say? So, yeah, I don't think that... You're not, you're not divided. You enjoy both both national, both sides of your nationalities. Are you, yes, are you a dual citizen? I, yes. That's great. And I, it's been fun because in both countries, I was brought up not just as a city girl, but as a country girl. Yeah. <laughs> Going back to the country. Because, um, funnily enough, the city I'm from, like half an hour out of the city in either direction you either go into like tropical like mountain heat or like scottish countryside cold with like lagoons and lakes and stuff okay great um so let's kind of dig into what everyone want, really wants to know um but first i'm going to give a, a quick recap so we have a half scottish half colombian uh, spinner girl, brown eyes, dark hair with some highlights, slim. Uh, by the way, your skin color is amazing uh, and beautiful. Uh, I always like a little bit of tint. I call it a tint uh, to my women. I love petite women with a little bit of uh, tint to them. 
So I remember when I first ran into you, I was like, whoa, who's this girl? She's gorgeous. And I thought I had known you and that you were an industry girl. So I started like talking to you as if, as if I already knew you. Okay. That's cool. Well, that's, I like that. I like when people talk to me like that. I'm a, I feel like I'm a very approachable person. I'm very curious. Oh my God, my app is about to run out that way. I'm very curious. Um, I think that's kind of why I came into this wonderful world. Um, so yeah, I, I like people being to, yeah. So it's cool. Yeah, it goes to everybody, yeah. Great. Chismosiar. I, I, I live for that, the gossip, but people put a cheese man, which is like, <laughs> so yeah, approach me, tell me things. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> okay, so now let's get into the nitty gritty. Like, um, it seems like you're a very artistic, sexual person. Uh, can you tell me a little bit how um, you first started discovering sex? Um, oh, wow. Okay. Um, okay. Well, I think there's so many phases in somebody's life and when you actually like discover sex. Um, I think the first time one discovers it personally, I think is, um, when you're like a teenager, like 20 and you're like, depending on when you discover yourself sexually, I think for girls, it's different, obviously for guys who are awoken one day <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, Hey, sex exists. You need to deal with it. Whereas girls, I feel we do have female inner erections with our hormones, essentially. Um, but we're not really told to deal with it. So that just, that's like a phase of womanhood that I think just kind of goes out the window for a lot of people. Yeah. If I can interject, um, if I can interject real quick. Um, yeah. A lot of times you'll hear people say, uh, women hit their sexual peak in their thirties. Um, yeah. and that's actually an old study that was done in the fifties, sixties. Um, and then when the seventies came around, they redid this study where, um, I'm getting distracted because you're, you're doing stuff. <laughs> so those of you who are listening, uh, she's doing a live cam show while she's doing this interview. So it's quite interesting. Um, so anyway, uh, people did this study where, you know, there, we always thought women peaked sexually in their thirties, but what they actually found out, it wasn't that women were peaking in their thirties. It was just when they hit their 30s, they were confident enough to not care what people think about them, to ignore any kind of religious negativities that might have been ingrained in them or, or homegrown inside of them. And what they found now is, no, women are becoming uh, sexually prime um, in their teens and into their tw 20s. It's just frowned upon. Uh, or women believe it's frowned upon to become sexual at that age. Um, so a lot of times these girls are finding their sexuality young and then they're getting, they're feeling guilty for it. So is that something that you ran into? No, <laughs> I, when I was in school and sexually active with my present partner at the time, um, Um, how old were you? I, 
became very sexually active. I was very openly sexually active. I've never been ashamed of being sexually active. Like I literally, I have a brand called Civil Daggers. I'm currently working on silk pajamas. Um, but like my first collections were literally t-shirts and tote bags with like the world is your oyster, which was a girl like straddle, which I found in, there's just so many in it, like beginnings to my sexual life mm -hmm. <laughs> and that actually they're quite intertwined. So yeah, I was about to go into a distraction of my brand talking about mm -hmm. sexuality and how I'm not ashamed of it. Um, and I've always used it as like a, in my art, I guess, or in what I kind of wanted to express, communicate, share. Um, yeah, like that being the topic of conversation. Right. So, and, and not giving a shit where it goes. Yeah. How, how old were you when you just first started, um, like figuring out what, what sex was and experimenting with it? Well, when I was still age, like I never had sex, like, like to me, like all the pre, like, are you talking about like sex, sex or like, no, no just becoming sexual. Sex, well, like, when is it? Yeah, like, like how old were you when you started masturbating? How old were you when you had your first orgasm? I didn't master. Oh wait, yes, I did. Oh my god. Yeah, I masturbated. Okay. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, you're literally lighting enlightening me of so many moments. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess I did masturbate, but like, I wasn't aware that I was masturbating until much older, and then I like because of obviously wasn't doing it. I mean, it was like curiosity of the body and the mind. You were doing something and then, like, that felt I, good. You didn't, then, you didn't associate it with sex. Yeah. And then when I had a partner, I was just like, yo, this is fun. And then started doing things. And then it wasn't until I was 15, I actually lost. Lost your virginity. Things. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then how, how many years before that were you active? either by yourself or doing other stuff? Um, well, when, like I was a teenager and I just lost my virginity. I was a wild child, very open about my sexuality. You can only imagine how it went. Um, so yeah, like that was that reality. But I, I was, I was, I would obviously was promiscuous, but I wasn't extreme. Like I didn't go over the top. I was just like, I, to me, I was just like your average horny teenager. Okay. So you lost your virginity at 15. And then how many people do you say you'd been with by the time you were 20? Well, most of it was in relationships. That's okay. So from 15 to 20, I had probably like, boyfriends three boyfriends and then maybe like a couple of sporadic fucks little fuck buddies here and there not Spr even no like which well yeah i guess fuck buddies yeah but like yeah it was kind of like sporadically like with friends that you're just like oh this is fun and then it was just like no what are we doing this should stop now okay. and then um i don't know much about you but are you also sexual with other women um, I've tried and it's really hard to get that energy when there isn't a cock. I'm going to be honest. 
I'm perfect. I, I completely I, understand I, I because women I, I so don't attractive. I, I completely understand because I don't like girl girl porn. It does very little for me. Um, I like to see a little bit more action, if if you know what I mean. I want to see the real deal. I want to know that there's going to be something final at the end, so to speak. So I completely get it. Yeah, like I, I tried to go there a couple of times, but it's like it's hard to get the energy um, all the time. Like there is obviously that one or two people that just like have it, and you're like. Yo, okay, cool. Well, that's more the person. Oh, that's yeah. worth it. That's but more I, the person I, I, than I, I, it I, is the gender, right? I, I hate being one of those people, like, oh, I'm pansexual or whatever. Do you know what I mean? But it's just like, I care about the person. I like to care about the person. <laughs> well, connection is the most important thing for, for sex. I mean, I, I've worked in the adult industry for well over 20 years. And people are like, oh, what's it like? Oh, you get to bang all these beautiful girls. And I'm like, if they don't look me in the eye and if they don't want to kiss me and if they don't talk to me and treat me like a human being, it's fucking terrible. It's uh, horrible. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I've been on set where the girl like doesn't want to talk to me, uh, obviously is not into me, doesn't find me attractive and just wants to get the job done. And then I have problems performing. Um, yeah, so, you know, it's it, also just a bit rude, especially with kind of the industry that you're expected just to kind of respect people. Yeah, yeah. Like everyone else is gonna like essentially in one way or another like treat us like shit. So it's kind of good to at least like show some solidarity of respect to yeah. those situations. It, it's a little different now with like OnlyFans and and everything else. People can be a lot more choosy. Back in the day you didn't get a choice of who you worked with. You would, they would just call you up, say, show up on set. You wouldn't know who you were going to hook up with till you see them. And there were times where, uh, unfortunately I'm fat phobic. I'll be the first to admit it. Uh, I have plenty of friends who are, are larger men and women, but sexually it just doesn't do it for me. Um, so I've had some really, really hard scenes where even the girls are just slightly overweight and I just, I'm a little guy. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, the male version of a spinner. So, um, you know, when there's not attraction, I completely understand. Um, but you know, so you're not that into girls, you're into the person. If she's probably a good fuck and really energetic and a good lay and has amazing, then you're, you're going to have fun no matter who it's, who it is and what gender. Yeah, exactly. I think it's more to do with that. Um, but obviously straight off the bat, I'm like, mm. do they have a cock yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to be like in that mood and mindset? Yeah. So when you were younger, um, it sounded like you were a little boy crazy, not too overboard with it. Um, who was it? Well, who was it or how was it in, what was it that allowed you to have your first orgasm with a guy? Or was it just very easy to make you orgasm? Um, I guess the latter. Um, yeah, I was just a very up and about kind of gal. Um, during that time, yeah, 
because like I said, I was always in like in a relationship and you know what teenage guys are like, you know? They're terrible. So, yeah. <laughs> so they were like happy, having lots of fun with their girlfriend. Um, well, I would hope so. I would but, fucking hope okay, that so he, <laughs> Here's kind of what I'm getting to. Um, there, yeah. The majority of the population of women do not achieve orgasm from men while having sex. Um, were you able to get there pretty early or get there at all? I think because I had already masturbated myself, like I said, without really realizing it, I was just like, ooh, what are these giblets and bit bulbs here? And ooh, God, that feels good. You know, it wasn't like, I have a cock, I need to make it come. Um, so I think because I'd already personally explored that, it was just like a succession of exploring new things that it could do and feel. So I think it, it was just a really sensual, explorative time. You know, it wasn't necessarily anything like, oh my God, what is an Like, I never even questioned what an orgasm was. I was just like living it and loving it. That's great. Yeah, I wish uh, more women were like you. So that, like, that tells me that you grew up in a guilt, like a guilt-free environment when it came to sex, um, which I think, I think, which um, is nuts because my family in Colombia are like the most Catholic fucking, like, and obviously it, it's weird because it's funny that you say that because obviously when I was in Colombia, I, I lost my virginity in Colombia with like my cousin's best friend, which was like a whole ordeal. Um, oh, you, you, right, you have to expand on this. Family. You have to expand on this. You can't skip over this. I'm sorry. You're going to have to, to. So you were 15, your cousin's yes. best friend. Yes. You decided you wanted him. He wanted no, you. No, we were like secretly seeing each other. Why did you, <laughs> Why did you have to secretly see each other? Because if you know Colombian families, like, you just don't fuck with your friend's family. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like there's a thousand girls out in the world. Don't go for my sister, mother, and cousin, like, anything. It was, like, his best, best friend. Um, but, but we, I, we ended okay. up having All right, so I, I'm going to be an ignorant American here, but it, it seems to me most of the Latin cultures, at least in the Los Angeles area, which is where I live and everywhere I've been, there, there's literally, like my best friend, Leo, he's got like 50 cousins, like 50 yeah. of them. So like yeah. that's taking a large chunk of, of <laughs> my potential dating bracket away from me, right? Well, you have to remember that I'm talking about one of these smallest cities in Colombia, so it's a very small. So yeah, essentially you can't go out with anybody in that city because everyone's related to everybody because it's such yeah. a small fucking city and there's huge families. Um, Which makes so, yeah, it even it was, smaller for your dating bracket, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it was just the times and the situation and the yeah. Okay, so it's your best friend's cousin, and you guys are sneaking around. Um, do you pursue him or does he pursue you? This is another interesting question. It's, I feel like it's always been mutual. I, I feel I've been lucky because I've, I don't feel like I've ever pursued somebody. 
you don't little need bit. to pursue but anybody. But it's reciprocated in like a good way. Um, oh. Oh, she's back on her uh, stream. <laughs> uh, okay, um, so so the the laws of attractions locked in. Um, you're a responder, not an aggressor. I like you know half and half. Like, that's what I mean. Like, I wouldn't say that I've had somebody pursue me either. Like, I've never been in, like, oh, my God, like, I'm being pursued. Like, I find that hard to believe. Of being, like, I've never been that person, like, playing games, being pursued, pursuing. Like, I'm just being lucky. Like, and I'm also really picky. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. like, it is, like I said, it kind of goes back to the energy situation. Like, be in the right place at the right time. <laughs> the energy's right. It may happen. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> okay. So anyway, you and this cousin are sneaking around. Um, does he have to talk you into losing your virginity? Or are you like, let's do this? No. Um, it was January 2nd. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Carnival's Year. Happy anniversary. anniversary. <laughs> yeah, I know. That. Oh, my God. Oh, no, it's not that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember this because in Colombia, well, in my city, we have a, a carnival that literally start like from December all the way to January, like you're drunk. Um, because you have like La Novena, I don't know how to say that in English, which is like praying the, the Bible up until Christmas day. Like, and then you have the day of water where everyone fills water balloons. And then like, if you go outside, you're gonna get soaked. Um, then you've got New Year. And then from the second, of January till the 7th of January, you have carnivals. And the first day is, um, two seconds. Uh, the first day is, what is the first day again? It's La Cavalgata, which is pretty much just anyone who has a horse just takes to the streets. Um, they had to ban like arms and alcohol because it was just like, you can imagine with Colombia, people who have horses drunk with their guns on the horses just never really turned out well for January 2nd. So they had to like re-establish certain rules. But yeah, yeah, yeah that, I was new, on my way to uh, that. And then I just, yeah, yeah, some new ways to celebrate some new uh, traditions. You had to, to reorganize the tradition. Colombia did that is, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay, so it was January 2nd and um, he's like, come over or what happened? Um, the idea is that I was going to go over. Okay, maybe say, por favor. Okay. Um, so I was going to go to the cavalcata, which is pretty much just go and get drunk in the streets and watch people drunk on their horses shoot at the air. Um, so didn't end up doing that. I arrived, like, cause he lived just out like a couple of blocks from my flat. So I was going to his to go to that. And then we just never ended up going to that. Okay. Cause he had the house to himself. Yeah. Cause his family uh, were at that. How, how do you think it went? Was it, um, was it like well, a lot of times, happy. a lot of times, I was okay. a lot of I times survived. after a girl has sex for the first time, she's like, that's it. No. No. Because like he was older, I was fifteen, he was twenty-one. Oh, okay, so he knew what he was doing. Yeah, exactly. I was. I've been. I've been really lucky. Like I need to be honest here. 
I have been lucky. Because <laughs> you've always had men who are good. Yeah, and also when it came to the point of kind of like taking control, I've made sure that it is good. Mm -hmm. I know how to take control too. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't just lie there. <laughs> Well, bo both Please. is good. I, I tend to be a dominant person, so I, I prefer submissive women. But, you know, if they want to put a finger in my butt while they blow me, that's fine. It, boom. Do you know what I mean? And that's still being submissive because I, I, I personally like being submissive. Like, I enjoy taking orders and being told what to do in the bedroom. I'm a businesswoman. <laughs> I'm an intended businesswoman. So as long as you're out there, although, like, it's fun to do things in public as well. But either way... Don't mess with my business. Um, exactly. Okay. <laughs> other than that, I fell in submissive. So okay. Go. So, um, have you gone through stages of like favorite types of sex, or have you stayed pretty much the same throughout? Mm. So, like when you're younger, was there a favorite thing? Like normally, because um, I've interviewed well over 500 women in my lifetime. Uh, normally girls in the beginning, they're like, oh, I just like it when he goes down on me because that's the only way I come. Um, and then that yeah. changes into like, all right, they figure out or they find a guy who can make them come from sex and then sex becomes their favorite. Or um, my ex-girlfriend could never orgasm until she had anal sex and then she started orgasming all the time, <laughs> which I call askasms. Um so, did you have any phases or uh, trends, so to speak? I have. I've had, like, well, obviously, during school times was cock sucking because I wasn't going to fuck until I fucked. So, you, um, you, you and started, I enjoyed it. You started I, I, with I, I, oral. So, before you had sex, did you suck a lot of dicks or something? No, I sucked one dick, my boyfriend's dick, when I was in school. Oh, okay. In, <laughs> in school, on the school grounds. I don't think I ever did it on school grounds. Oh, okay. So you're just saying at that time you were doing more sucking. Yeah, until I was 15. Until you're 15. And then I did, and then I I did my final year in Colombia. Um, I was with that guy for like a year, like a year and a bit, and then I moved back. Like I did, I, I finished school in Scotland, and then I was like, okay, well, you know, how there's always like a final year. Like, you can do all your grades, and then there's always this, like, one year that, like, if you, like, fuck up, you can redo or, like, because, I don't know. In Colombia and, in, in, no, in Scotland, sorry, there's this final year that, like, if you need to redo, because we don't lose years. Mm -hmm. We just, like, if you're a thick as shit and you, like, go through all the years, like, you graduate thick as shit and you do not know how to read or learn. <laughs> like, you don't miss a year. Like, you can pay all the money in the world for the best skills, like, and you have to really fuck up to, like, skip a year um so yeah uh, <laughs> so, so this year that i had i was like fuck it i'm gonna go to columbia because like i'm with this guy he came to scotland and he was with me for like the year before that and then we came back here and i did my final year but we ended up finishing and i was with the, another guy and so so yeah. you went from that oral... that was that, that was kind of like the fucking phase and then, and then, then fucking then i finished school in Colombia and then I came back and there was like a couple of single and sporadic fucks. Um, 
Yeah. And then when did I get into anal? Because I, I, I enjoy, you know. That's the best thing I've ever heard <laughs> you in my know? life. Like, I, I enjoy being kinky. Like, I enjoy things. So, so I'm like, trying ha, to think. Well, let's, let's, let's oh, my God. The... I do remember my third boyfriend. I literally, and I remember being fucked in the A in the pantry because that's literally what happened at a house party. <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. Let, like let's let's touch on this because this is a subject near and dear to my heart. Because if a girl doesn't have anal sex, I lose interest in her very quickly. Um, unfortunately, I've met some amazing women who just couldn't handle me in their ass, and it didn't work out. And I'm not that big, um, so let's talk about that. Um, what was your intro, or how did you discover anal? I was high on Mandy, or I was rolling, I think, as you say, in the States. <laughs> well, yeah, so uh, we have two different things here in the States. We have MDMA, which we'll call ecstasy, uh, and then we have like a higher grade MDMA, which we call Molly. Molly. Okay, yeah. I was on Molly mm -hmm. <laughs> with my third boyfriend, um, and we fucked in a pantry at a house party. Mm -hmm. And he said like, I, Hey, I want to put it in your ass or. No, it was just like hot and sweaty and it happened. And, just... and then we did it a lot. That had was like you the next had you have done day. any butt, butt play before that, any anal stuff before that fingers, toys, no. nothing. I was Catholic. Oh no, we actually, I was going to say I was in Catholic Colombian boys, <laughs> but no, like, yeah, they, they totally are into that as well. Everyone's into it. <laughs> yeah, the Catholics yeah, like but it because no, they, 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 the, they, they the Catholics like sleep. anal because they can stay a virgin longer. Yeah, I. Um, so no, I, I just, just to let you know, like my I, I'm Irish American. I can trace my bloodline back to Ireland, so I know I know a lot about Catholicism. I'm an atheist myself, yeah. but uh, so I know many many girls who think uh, if you put it in my butt, I'm still a virgin. Um, so it happened at a pantry and it, it was just hot, sweaty and freaky and he just slid it in. Did he mean to do it or did it just go in there? Did he have um, that aim or was this uh, right on target? Um, he just kind of went for it. Yeah. And it felt good. So we continued. That's awesome. <laughs> Awesome. I was on Molly, so I was like really loose. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's why it just like slid right in that's there. That's interesting. My ex it's used to say, "Oh, if you want to have good anal sex, you should do acid," because she used to like to get fucked in the ass on acid. Um, which I, <laughs> I don't do drugs, but I was happy to let her do acid. <laughs> yeah. And exactly. so, would, would you say you have asgasms? Asgasms. I definitely have asgasms. I actually had a partner who um he wouldn't come unless it was in my ass oh i can so like that was that was another phase that i like went through like askasms and i was like okay like i can gasm with ass too <laughs> so most girls i know that can have askasms feel that those are more intense than vaginal orgasms uh what do you think I, it, it depends. Like, I don't have, prep. like, like I said, cause I went through that askasm phase. Mm -hmm. Like I was okay. I, yeah. I, I think I don't have, I, obviously I have a preference. I prefer it in my pussy. 
I've never had those. Oh, come on up to LA. <laughs> we can fix that real quick. I, I'm sure you guys yeah. could. I'm sure. I, I was. Um, I shot a scene once where uh, with my ex, and she did a triple anal scene. Oh my God! What do you mean? Triple, triple. Wait, how? Like three in her ass? That's correct. <gasps> she loved it. I, I well, can't tell. I can't tell if it... your reaction is excitement or dread. Petrifying. I'm petrified. I'm mm. petrified. <laughs> I would love to enjoy that because, like, obviously, like when you're that loose, like it's not going to feel bad. Right. Well, you but don't. You like... don't start with that. You have like a good twenty minutes going on before that. Uh, she was getting, you know, passed you around to. to guy to guy, having a lot of fun. Uh, she loved doing group stuff. So um, she, she. At least. Yeah. At least she loved doing group stuff. She loved, was, like, she loved wow. every, everything. Uh, so like she liked oh, okay. just being the center of attention and she would admit it to her. Okay. It was her thing. Um, I love it. So, okay, so you since you do have askasms, that also tells me something else about you because most girls who can have askasm, that also means that they have what I call inner or inner orgasms through their pussy or their vagina uh, rather than clitoral orgasms. Um, I can have both. Obviously, like clitoral orgasms are like the go-to because like they're always on point. Um, but ass and inner vaginal orgasms <laughs> um yeah they they yeah they they, they happen that's great I've, all, I, I've actually explained it like this before like it's a bit like if you're going just for the ass gasm or the inner vaginal orgasm it is kind of like a game boy where like you go through levels yeah. of like intensity and then you get there um and then it can be all over the place but yeah like the clip for me at least like it's like you need me to come now I clip come tasty now so what's what's the <laughs> fastest know? way to make you calm if if you have 10 minutes and you're like i just need you to make me come what's the guy gonna do uh well i guess like yeah, like it has to like if in ten minutes, like either have to be amazing at fucking, mm -hmm. um, but like stimulate a clip, yeah, clip like it'd be crazy not to. So if he goes down to. on you, or if he's fucking you okay, yeah. and playing with you, well, obviously, like, yeah, obviously, if you're gonna like fuck finger suck and like all of that, I'm going to come in ten minutes, yeah. yeah. Like if you know what you're doing, like, but there's people that don't know what they're doing and can right. be there for 10 minutes so, so and doing the exact same thing. you have a mid-grade mid guy, right? Not a, not a great, you know, on a scale of one to 10, he's like a six, six and a half. And he's needs to make you come in 10 minutes. What are you going to do? What's, what are you yeah. going to have him do for you? Yeah, he, well, he'd definitely have to like penetrate and stimulate my clit in whatever way he wishes to do those two things. Okay, so like a, maybe like a prone bone, if you know what that is? Mm, no. A prone bone <laughs> is when you're laying on your tummy, on the uh -huh. flat on the bed, and then the guy is on top of you, laying on top of you. So that's called prone no, bone. No, ideally doggy. Right, ideally right, so this doggy. is similar to doggy, it's but you're flat. But then he reaches under and plays with your clit at the same time he's banging you in the prone bone. Yes. Yeah, okay. And then you said doggy as well. So if he reaches around and plays with your clit and doggy as well. 
like I said, you need me to come in 10 minutes. They're the two elements that are going to get there because they're like the, the most stimulating parts right. that are going to make me come. And, and then you say yeah. your nipples are, are really sensitive as well, right? Ooh, yes. Oh, I like that smile. <laughs> that smile was so yeah. good you had to hide it. I like that. <laughs> Yeah, like, I don't know. I, I don't think I, I, I'm very calculated with my sequences. I just kind of, like, hope for the best. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's, that's fine. I mean, you, you don't want to plan out sex. We all do not like planning out sex. But I'm going to tell you yeah. something that probably no guy has ever told you. We plan sex. We're like, okay, <laughs> when I get her naked, we've already, like, decided earlier that day what position we want to do. We've decided how we want you to look. We decided how we're going to position you in bed so we can get the angles that we want to see and or feel. And we get that all mapped out. I'm just telling you that now. You probably never knew that, but it, it's what happens. Ask your dude if he'll probably admit to it. That's that's really enlightening. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, I can that, tell that, you that, all sorts of my whole understanding of this industry into yeah. perspective. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's like if I have a girlfriend, like I'll wake up in the like morning. It wasn't and... created by a woman, put it that way. What's that? This industry wasn't created by a woman. Well, it couldn't have been created without them. True. Yeah. Unless it's all yeah. gay stuff. But gay, se <laughs> gay sex, out gay porn outsells straight porn. And then you want to know a wow. crazy thing? trans porn outsells gay porn i'm not surprised so there's a, a little trend going on right now in la you know because everyone's woke now a lot of these straight performers are now working with trans women wow i think there's a right way to expose young people to sex or, or young women to sex without uh you know, obviously there's a right way to do it, but um, now I'm losing my point here. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I think if women could better, get better educated with sex, they'd have a better relationship with their man, their men, their husbands, their boyfriends in the future. Uh, but who knows what the right way to do that is. Um, but going back to the trans thing, so I have a lot of trans friends out here. And the one thing that I, that really um, I find sad is they get fetished, they get fetishized, right? Um, they can't find fine, someone. Yeah, careful. Yeah, they can't find someone to love them. They just love what they are, and then they become a fetish, and they get they get no quality relationships. And it's like they can fuck every day if they want, and like. They just become a fetish and they're not taken seriously as a human being, uh, which breaks my heart because they're amazing people. And uh, I, I'm, I'm friends with a few of them and I have nothing but respect for them. And, and I'm friends with trans both directions from female to male and male to female. Uh, and the male, uh, the females to males have it just as bad as the males yeah. to females. Um, it's not worse. Yes. Like, you can say it because like, uh, through this narcissistic kind of reality that we live and commercial reality that we live it's kind of like you know it's just seen that way you know so people don't like they, they don't want to sexualize it yeah. it's almost that 
like it's, it's awkward for a man, the number one consumer of the industry, to sexualize something like that. It'll be interesting when it when 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 our mentalities reach that level. Like it'll be a very beautiful moment, I guess. Um, it, yeah. Well, I I would be surprised if it happened our our <laughs> lifetime because right now we're we're back. Um, you know, things happen in patterns because you can go back to the Roman times and they had orgies. Um, you know, they did wife swapping. They they did all that stuff. Uh, and then you know we can even go as recent as like the 1970s the 1970s were called the swinging 70s because everything was sexual women's uh, women's liberation um and women were not being scolded for being sexual but then we went into the 80s which became very conservative so i think we're back in like a a, a liberation time as well um but close i'm sorry i feel like it's coming back into itself like i think yeah. we're going to go back into Time absolutely again. absolutely i mean that's what the donald trump's and all this other stuff is about this is all related like it might not be all sexually related but the conservatism and the religion the religions are getting a little bit more powerful again etc um and all that uh, affects uh sexuality <laughs> I, i'll do the same face as well um but um but going going back to what we were talking about like um it's it's really I really wish like women would be made known that being horny or, or being sexual or being a, a sexual creature is not as bad as what these religions are telling us, what society is telling us and this and that. Um, I've, I've lost relationships uh, because of my sexuality. Um, and I've lost very good relationships because of my sexuality. Um, and I do believe some of it had to do with, um, you know, what they believe is, is normal or right or wrong. And like, um, yeah, like I'm, I'm like, so to break it down, like I'm into hot wifing and I don't want to say cuckold cause I'm not a submissive person, but I like to watch mm -hmm. my girlfriend or significant other have sex with other people. Um, and so I'm into like hot wifing. And at first a girl meets me. And she's like, this is fucking great. I can have fun and he doesn't care if I bang other guys. Da, 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 da. And then like after like two or three years, they're just over it. But I'm not over it. It's still something I enjoy. And so okay. then they're like, ah, you know, I just feel like um, like I'm just banging these guys and like it's not right and this and that. Um, but I also feel like if they were to like understand like you can enjoy sex with other people you can enjoy sex you can get your rocks off you can do this and that like it would last longer anyway that's a little tidbit about me <laughs> uh, but going back to you um, because i want people to learn more about you um let's just drive in dive in like what would you say like the craziest thing you've ever done is craziest thing i've ever done obviously in the sexual world um <laughs> This is carnal talk, right? Yeah, exactly. Craziest thing you've ever done. No, um, yeah, that's a whole nother list of things a whole nother day. Um, so the craziest thing, I, I guess probably just public places, mm -hmm. like a church greenhouse garden. Love it. Construction site. Um, yeah, public stuff, but this was for like me and my kinkiness. Yeah. Um, and my relationships. Yeah. Um, a lot of girls like yeah. 
like the risk taking of being seen or caught. Um, I find that yeah. interesting. And then I also know a lot of girls who like to be ex, ex, uh, exhibitionists as well. So like I, I was dating a girl and she was super shy, you know, like wouldn't let me put it in her ass. Didn't like me to go down on her and then kiss her because she didn't like the taste of pussy. Yeah, I know. I know. <gasps> I know. She was. It, 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 if you don't like the taste of your own pussy or if you've not even explored that shit, there's something wrong with you. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like. I have to love the taste of my own pussy to expect others to do the same. Okay. All right. I'm going to digress again. Cause I got a funny story for you. Okay. <laughs> go, go, go. So there was this girl I was trying to have sex with. This is probably 20 yeah. years ago. Cause I'm 50 years old, by the way. Um, so I was trying to have sex with this girl and she's like, Oh, I'm a freaking bad. I'm crazy. And I'm like, there's no way you're freakier than me. And she's like, Oh yeah, try me. And I'm like, okay, let's have a contest. I'll tell a story. And then you have to run up my story. And when we finally get to the point to whoever's the highest, they win. I don't remember what we bet, but like I was trying to bang this girl. I was like interested yeah. in her, especially because she's like, I'm a freak. So I was like, uh, she's like, okay, you, you go first. You start. So I was like, okay, I'll start with something simple. As I, I said, okay, one time I was banging this girl in her ass and I pulled it out and I fucking shot my load all over her ass. Then I licked it up and then I kissed her and spit it in her mouth. And this girl's face went. <gasps> and she had the most like sour look on her face. And she like grabbed her chest and was like, <gasps> and I'm like, you're not. I was like, well, I won that. I won that on my first yeah, fucking yeah, exactly. story. <laughs> Needless to say, we never had sex. She never even looked at me the same after that. So, oh, but anyway, that that goes along with like, you know, if you don't like the taste of your own pussy, you, you know, you're yeah. Not, you're I not was so me. interested on this other girl who didn't like the taste of her own pussy. But then, what did that have to do with this other story? Well, um, I was tasting my own <laughs> semen. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. That, that's okay. the correlation what there. It did. Okay, 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 okay. Now I understand. Sorry. Yeah. That's but yeah, like that's I think that's rude. I Especially do. if she's apparently one of the filthiest bitches out there. Well, she's not a filthy bitch and she's just she she's just that, another girl. Like, she's just another girl who's yeah, grew up in, in a church and you know, felt guilty uh you know, if we had sex and you know, like it's just terrible. And I just remember telling her, like, we're not compatible and she's like, Why do you say that? Like you know, like there's the right ways to have sex. And I'm like, don't tell me there's a wrong way to have sex because I'm going to get mad at you if you say that. Yeah. No. So anyway. No, no, no. I, like, I was like, let's Run. just be friends. Like we're obviously not compatible. Like I want to watch you bang another dude and then have sex with you afterwards. <laughs> like, come on. Like. Fair. So, anyway. <laughs> so anyway, okay. So the craziest yeah. thing you've ever done is public stuff. You risk taking and that excited you. Um, so do you have any fantasies that you want to fulfill that you've yet to fulfill? Concretely, I don't know. Okay. Let me throw some things out at you then. And you can say yeah, yay, or, yay or nays. Okay. okay. Um, uh, double penetration. No, no, but I go there. I would like to go there. Right. Now I'm asking you, is this like something I've never you would been like able to do? trust more than one person at a time. <laughs> You would what? <laughs> I've never been able to trust more than one person at a time. And by trust, what do you mean? 
I, I think that just talks more in my personality and my business ventures. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see here. Um, uh, swinging. No. No. Not not interested. No. All right. No. Um. I'm too jealous. Are you? Why? Because I'm. I I think I. Yeah. Why am I jealous? I am a very jealous person. I, I like all my exes will tell you that. I think it's the Latina. <laughs> not that's the Latina side of you coming out right there. What? That's the Latina side of you coming out right there. Legit, like not even going to hate so, it the fact. Have you ever had sex with someone and it meant absolutely nothing other than sex? Yes. So could you got you could your boyfriend do the same? This is like a new like <laughs> these conversations. These conversations I've had literally only in my last two relationships. So you've never done any swinging or anything like that. You have a two girls and one guy threesome. I had a threesome. Okay, and then did the guy you were, was it a guy you were with or were you joining another couple? It was two best friends, guys. Oh, okay, okay. So they were who had been yes, like they so set and they up. didn't like, double penetrate you. No, I know. Oh my gosh, what's going on here? What's going on here? Um, yeah, they'd still done it before. It was like kind of their thing. I like picked on their game very quickly, and I was like, "Fuck it." Good. <laughs> it was fun, right? I'm yeah. I'm not gonna say no. It was yeah. delicious. So here's where I'm gonna no. here's what I'm gonna tell you about like swinging or or sharing your 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 dude. I, Everyone goes into like a swinging situation thinking it's going to bother them more than they believe it's going to bother them. And then they do it and they go, wait, that's it? Like, that didn't bother me at all, right? But there is like some weirdness going on because um, women sometimes like, men do it too, like to put on specific rules, like, okay, uh, you're not allowed to have anal sex with other guys, or you can't French kiss the guy, or you can't do this, you can't do that. You put on any rules, that then it kind of makes it harder. But, I mean, you could have some legitimate rules, like, hey, you know, your ass is only mine, or something like that. Or, um, But when it comes to, like, kissing and stuff. But it's never as bad as you think it is. And uh, so I, I'm 50 years old, and a lot of the... Uh, married friends that I have, the only ones that I feel still feel like are in positive, uh, healthy relationships are the swingers. All the like non-swingers, they're fighting, they're like not getting along, they're not having sex. Like the swingers will have sex all the time, and not necessarily with other people, just with each other because they're like they're keeping their hypersexuality flowing. If that makes sense. Yeah. That, that 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 does make sense because it's like when you're frustrated and you're like yeah you have like this kinky escape that you both are in together yeah. i think that's probably the element that the, the togetherness... keeps them alive and keeps the trust going because yeah. that they're both in it it's not like for example for yourself in your situation where it's like only one of you like you're what like do you know what i mean hmm? it's me like psychoanalyzing there 
Okay, so <laughs> say that again. I didn't follow you. Well, just the fact that you said that you like watching. Yes. You know, whereas swinging is like both of you are doing the same thing right. rather than like one doing it. Right. So, so I mean, I can swing and I enjoy it, but like yeah, my, yeah, yeah, my yeah. real kink and fetish is hot wifing, like having a girl I can share. And then my actually to be exact, it's called reclaiming. So you probably don't know much about hot, hot wifing, but reclaiming is <laughs> when you, when the girl is done with whomever else it is, and then you come back to her. Right. And that's called reclaiming. And that's like my favorite part because I just watched this beautiful creature do a beautiful thing and now I get to go and enjoy her again. So it's really, really kinky. And that's like my kink. And like I've had, it's, it's taken me 20 some odd years to like pinpoint it, right? So, so that's what it is. But I will also swing, like I'm down with swinging and like I'm obviously fucking other girls is always fun too. Uh, so I'm, yeah. I'm down to swing. Um, I'm pretty much open for, for everything as long as it doesn't involve children or animals um, and too much pain. I'm not into receiving pain and yeah. I'm not that into giving pain. Like I've dated girls who are subs and they're like, choke me harder, spank me harder. Not my thing. Like, yeah. Like, I okay, I do like spanking because I've kind of jump in into the shibari scene here in Bogota. Shibari is beautiful. For those of you who don't know, shibari is uh, Japanese rope tying. Um, and I see it as an art form, not even as a fetish. <laughs> yeah. She's like, agreeing that's with essentially, me. For those of you who are listening, she's pointing up and agreeing with me. <laughs> yeah, like I, I guess, in kind of parallel to jumping on the kind of kinky scene digitally, because I personally... As as you have heard, I've been a little bit kinky my my whole life. Um, so when I came into like the digital kinky scene, um, Shibai was kind of one of the first places that I in ta- like tandem, like in parallel, um, kind of explored. I guess well, um, Shibai was... does seem to be the entry level way into BDSM. Yeah, it's a natural progression oh, like, because it looks pretty, uh, and the girls like to look pretty, <laughs> and it's submissive. Yeah. So if you're submissive, and there's people you know that can tie you up and make you look pretty, you enjoy that. Yeah, but it feels good as well. Like mm-hmm. I actually enjoy the mental kind of limits of my, like, my especially ex, in- my ex is an- it would relax her. Yeah, like it was very meditative. Yeah, you know, um, but I I find it stimulating, especially when um, my brother Pablo Berilio uh, uh, Arch by um, he he like yeah he he does kind of like try to take me to certain limits, I guess, but very like tongue in cheek because it was only on Instagram. We 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 yeah got to be like kind of vanilla on there exactly it's, it's like yeah because it's, it's, uh, we've only done those type of things um it would be interesting to explore another path platforms different stuff we have spoke about it yeah. um just that he's he's a very busy man well this is a perfect segue right um because i want people to know where they can follow you and where they can find you 
uh, and we can promote some of the stuff you're doing. I see some of the photos and stuff you put up there, and I think you do great stuff. So I want people to find you and follow you. So um, can you, I know you haven't filled out the form I sent you to, so you need to do that when we're done with this. But can you tell everyone who's listening uh, where to find you uh, and everything on there? You can find me on pretty much any platform as lick my Versace underscore. Um, so yeah, that is on TikTok. I just did my first ever TikTok. Um, Instagram is like the main go to. Um, Snapchat is like my Versace sixty nine. I had another one, but I lost the. I lost all the information. I don't know how to get back onto it. Um, OnlyFans? Yeah, it's it, Chatter, Instagram. Do you have um, OnlyFans? Only yeah. OnlyFans. Yeah. Uh, you also live stream? Where do you live stream? Live stream. Yeah. But that's without the, without the underscore. But where? My free cams, Chatterbait. Oh, Chatter. Only on Chatter for now. Like, I've not. Only on Chatter. Yeah. Okay, so Chatter. You're on Chatter. You're on OnlyFans. Do you have Fansly or Loyal Fans? No, just OnlyFans. OnlyFans. And then you got TikTok, Instagram, and Snapchat. Yeah. Okay. That's so great. I'm gonna you're gonna email me all those links. So after you listen to this, fans who are listening to this, you can go to our website, carnaltalk.com, click on Lick My Versace's link. Uh, episode and all of her uh, social medias will be linked there. So if you want to follow her, you can do that there. I'll send you my link tree. Link tree is good too. Yeah. So we you can do your link tree. The last thing I want to touch on is, uh, you know, what kind of content do you make? Um, I've never seen your OnlyFans and I've never seen any of your live shows. Um, are you a solo artist? Are you a, um, well, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll just leave it at that. I am a predominantly solo artist and mm -hmm. um, I'd probably say 90% of my content is <clears throat> solo um, from when I started. I did and have delved into, with the help of a couple of friends, <laughs> um, into creating content. Um, both female and male, female only ones. So um, you've done a uh, boy girl you have boy girl um content as well as one or two female girl girl content one girl content girl girl oh, so like that's the that's the holy the grail right there only that's yeah. the exclusive who is the lucky girl you'll have to find out oh yeah exactly where is it on your only fans yep okay. <laughs> all right and then uh how many boy boy girl scenes have you shot um, I've been lucky that I have a couple of friends, um, that I've, I've only, yeah, I've made content with. Cause it's like, although I'm very promiscuous, like, as you have heard, I'm somewhat promiscuous and adventurous. I'm still somewhat like. I don't want to use the word smart because um you're yeah, i have been you're aware I've been, I've been, yeah i've been aware that's the fucking word i've been aware of what it means really to create content you know not just on like the 
the like personal sensual level and then the economical level but like on what it reflects on me as a human being in this 21st century society right. and how easy um like because i have colombian in scotland like out for all my content purposes oh you, you blocked them both but like yeah, okay. I'm sure if people wanted to find it, they would find okay, it. Okay, so you know? most of my most of my uh, audience is going to be Americans, so you're not blocked. Make sure you go uh, check her out on yeah. your fans. And if you're in Scotland or in Colombia, you need a VPN. You're you're, you're um, SOL. Yeah. Well, yeah, I guess you can VPN in, right? Yeah, I've had a couple of people that have been like, like I'm just like, how are you online? Like, they're just like, I've got VPN. And I was like, oh, okay. Ah, were they trolling you or are they being nice? No, I, I, again, I've been really lucky. Yeah. Good. I have been really lucky with, um, like I said, so, so that was my only, I, I put my first chatter, you know, in 2020 was my first chatter adventure as well. Yeah. Um, that I did do with a friend, um, on their account or no, on my account. Um, that did not go well because I didn't understand how to get the money out. Oh, no. And that ended, and we were like in a flat of like, 20 oh you were like, in a shoot house a shoot a, yeah a like house, yeah. yeah pretty much so that like ended up in my passport being stolen and my um, like my, my like five thousand tokens from our last stream being stolen yeah like all, all the, we, the, like, we all I, learned I, the I, hard I, lessons we've all learned the hard lessons i've showed up yeah. I, when i first got when i first got in the adult industry in the 1990s um i was doing um mostly designing websites, which were very simple back then. Uh, but I remember I started doing some performer. I, I started getting in front of the camera. Most of what I do is behind the camera, but I do some stuff in front of the camera as well. Um, but uh, I remember showing up on set and finding out it was a bisexual shoot. And like, hey, like if you want to be bi and whatever, I'm I'm fine with that. But it's not my thing. Like I want to do stuff that excites me. And like, um, they tried to pressure me into doing the scene, and I was like, I'm out of here. See you later. Um, yeah. And then I've had situations where I I I'd never got paid. Like the oh the check is in the mail kind of shit. And women need to understand. So if you're a woman listening to this, um, these model houses. Or, or shoot houses or content flats or whatever it is that you want to call them, depending on uh, where you are. Um, they just basically get as many creators under one roof as they can and you just make content. But you've got to be careful because these girls can or, or guys can be very, very scandalous. I know stuff getting stolen all the time. Uh, people s stealing uh, tokens, like you said. Uh, oh yeah, I'll, I'll wire you the money. I'll, I'll uh, Zelle, Venmo, whatever you the money. And during that time, I ha I didn't have my own way. Like I, hmm. I after that was like studio, and and like two or three studios. Hmm. Um, and oh my god, like honestly, they would take. For the cleaning service, yeah, for the yeah. Service, oh, that, rental uh, service. Wait, wait, oh, yeah. And yeah. Then we had to clean, and then we had to do this. Oh, do oh, and then we had to have an engineer. An engineer's right. fifty dollars an hour. Yeah, yeah. And then you realize you can start doing this all yourself. And I mean, when you get in the industry, then I gonna, bought an iPad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when you get in the industry, you're going to learn some hard lessons, unfortunately. Um, so yeah. All right. So um, just to wrap it up, um, 
just curious, are you interested in, would you, if you had the chance, would you be interested in going into the actual adult industry or do you think you're better doing your own thing down there? Um, I, yeah, I'll probably have to like leave that question on hold. <laughs> Let me percolate <laughs> on that a little bit. Right. Um, yeah. Oh, and then I also wanted to ask, so uh, some of the boy-girl stuff you have on your OnlyFans and stuff, is any of that anal? Yes. All right. I have a couple of anal. I might yeah. have to sign up and watch. Yeah. No, I do have, I do have, like, do you know what? I would, I would, I would appreciate um, your, your, your yeah. humble opinion. All right. <laughs> um, I would probably, just for curiosity's sake of whoever's listening, um, it's pretty much raw content nothing glamorous it's, it's, it's complete amateur stuff which i actually um appreciate because in my lifestyle here where i live in los angeles i i pretty much know everyone so if i'm watching porn i'm like oh that's dave's house uh yeah and, and like it turns me off and like god i don't know if you know who mick blue is or manuel ferreira like they're really big male talents in the industry great guys i love them whenever i see them i give them a hug we talk to shit but if I'm sitting there with my iPads, you know, manipulating myself and I see Mick Blue or Man Manuel, I immediately get turned off. So I tend to watch more <laughs> reality stuff uh, of people I don't know or locations that I don't know, uh, you know, and okay. like even I can tell in certain uh, styles, like who the director is. Like I can watch a, a porn and be like, that's Johnny Darko. I know his, I know his camera equipment. I know his lighting style. I know his camera movement styles. I'm like, oh, Darko, but Darko does really cool. good stuff. So anyway, uh, so I always appreciate <laughs> the real stuff. I um, think that the uh, market for amateur stuff is really good right now. So you're, you're doing the right things. The only reason I tell girls to come get in the adult industry is for marketing. Uh, if you wanna brand yourself, um, because if you get on Brazzers and they put you on an advertisement on the corner of Pornhub and it looks like a good scene, you're literally going to go from, you know, making a, a few thousand dollars a month to tens, possibly hundreds of thousands of dollars a month just by getting yep. that exposure from Brazzers or Evil Angel or one of the studios like that. It's like tushy.com or or vixen.com you just like you'll see your um your fan base grow and so if that is what your goal in life is then that's why that's why you come shoot for the studios but if you're cool just like living a comfortable lifestyle and making your money keep doing what you're doing and like enjoy it and it stays fun and you are your own boss right you're not answering to anyone so that's what i yeah do. But um, I would definitely love to see some of your boy girl uh, stuff, even your solo stuff. If you're playing with your butt a lot, that like that's my thing. Um, cool. <laughs> I, I would I would love to see it. So um, again, thanks for coming on the podcast. Um, I'm gonna edit this up and and do it. So the last question I have for you is uh, when's where's my invite to Columbia and when do I get to shoot with you? Okay, well you are more than welcome to Columbia whenever you desire um and shooting well you're gonna have to sell me on that one like <laughs> okay. i think well, yeah 
I tell you what, I, go, I was actually just in Ecuador last month. I don't know if you know that. I was in Ecuador in December. Okay. Yes, I've seen you've been traveling about all over the place. Yeah, but I do go to Brazil a lot uh, and I spend like months in Brazil. So if you'd ever want to shoot content in a new environment and get some amazing content, <laughs> come on down to Brazil and see me. Um, or we can just be friends and don't have to shoot. And uh, we don't even have to shoot uh, boy-girl content. I'm always happy um, helping girls create content. I'm an ideas guy. I did it. I've done it for the last 20 years. I would recommend if you want my explicit content, um, because I am going to be using um, my like my Versace account for not exclusively explicit content, um, because I can feel and see the kind of ways of the social algorithms kind of getting a bit denser. So I'm being careful with my socials. Um, but if you want explicit content, obviously the OnlyFans is like your secure spot. Um, I have archived a lot of things because I was thinking about putting my page public. Doing, um, doing the so free site and then selling content that way. Yeah, yeah, because I put everything in vault because I, I just I like have like a hundred items, more like almost two hundred items of content on there. Um so with like a good eighty percent being eighty nine percent being um solo. Um So OnlyFans is the, the best place. OnlyFans is go to, but I have just started a luxury telegram group. Oh which I have uh, advertising on my Chatterbait page um, in the luxury telegram group you will get updates on when I'm on online um, when I've finish it, finished editing new content and when it's on OnlyFans with uh, lots of gifts, sneak peeks and just like lots of fun little images and things that are not anywhere else seen um, I on there and also content that I can't put on only fans like playing with objects that aren't not yeah. sex talk yeah. or pissing. Yeah, um, no, only fans doesn't let you pee, but Fansly will let you pee if you want to sign up there. Ooh, that's good to know. Okay, yeah. cool. So yeah, like I have uh, like 15 minute long video that I've just finished editing from a live private I did on Skype. Um, oh, do with... you do uh, you do privates over Skype so people? How yeah. do people get in contact with you to book a, a Skype session? Um, I recommend Instagram, Instagram or my Telegram, um, or just go straight to my Skype and find me. But probably, well, yeah, just look for like find my Versace or LMV Versace. Like literally, if you find somebody with that account, you write to me and um, I probably beeped the words in this, um, but. Uh, yeah. You know, she can, there's other ways to prove her that it's her probably easiest to go through Instagram because that is her, her on there. So yeah. slide in, in the DMs. It's not creepy if they slide in the DMs, right? Just no dick pics. Not at all. No, not at all. Yeah, just no dick pics. Yeah. Like I, I really, do I, you I don't do, um, On OnlyFans and stuff, do you do dick ratings and that kind of stuff? Um, I've been asked a couple of times. I'm happy to do it. Mm -hmm. Like whatever floats your boat like really i enjoy being this like submissive curious little kinky person oh my which gosh, is kind of like me on. Uh, i'm gonna have to jerk off now <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I, I i like 
um, people confiding in me with like their kinkiness. Like I, I feel like a lot of people that have come onto my chat are, are kind of people who are also wanting to explore and aren't like the most necessary, like I've had proper doms and I've had all those type of things that people are like, want to make me suffer, you know, in a live um, show. But I do feel like a lot of people that do come onto my page are mainly just curious as myself and enjoy, I don't know, finding their, their, their own kinks and their own way with me, I guess. Right. I think cool. that's my niche <laughs> if there is one. Oh. great okay so everyone uh follow her on OnlyFans, instagram all the social medias also those of you listening you might not know i also have um insta i also have wide well, I, I actually don't have an instagram yet for my adult stuff but i have an only fans <laughs> which is ne nelly big loads because my name is nelly and i have big loads um i'm on um <laughs> I am also on, uh, what's the one I just told you that they let you pee on uh, Fansly. Really? Yeah, Fansly. Fansly. Fansly, I'm on the same thing. I think it's Nelly Big Loads or Nelly Has Big Loads. Uh, I have a Twitter, Nelly Has Big Loads. Are you on Twitter? I am on Twitter, no. but I just don't use it. Okay. I feel like it's dying, dying. X, yeah. It's turning into this yeah. kind of right, like right wing thing. It's fine. Awesome. It's coming and going. Right. Um, but obviously I have stuff there. I have still content there as well. Um, yeah, but I, I'm trying to like narrow it down just so that I'm not all over the place. Although now I feel like I'm going to have to go on more streaming sites and upload more sites because it's just more little out there people. Okay, great. Okay, well, thanks for the interview. You did great. You're an amazingly beautiful woman. I love watching you on Instagram, Snapchat, everywhere else I follow you. I think you're fascinating with your half Scottish, half, uh half colombian um does that mean uh does that mean like uh you're a fiery uh, brandy drinker or what does that mean <laughs> <laughs> a fiery trunk yeah. yes <laughs> well i i'm irish by by descent and i don't drink so you know there's always uh except i'm a bad drinker i have been a fiery drunk i think that's what kind of like my my 20 um yeah teenager years, I guess, were like, yeah. Okay, well, thanks for coming on, everyone. This is uh, Carnal Talk. I don't know if I'm gonna call it Carnal Talk Radio or Carnal Talk uh, Podcast, but you can visit us at carnaltalk.com for more. I will be putting pictures that she's gonna supply me with um, yes, on my webpage there uh, with all of her links, like my Versace's links. Um, so go follow their supporter. Also, let her know that you found her through us and um, give her all the love you can, give her all the tokens you can, give her all the tips you can, and let's keep her creating content because I want to jerk off to her. Woo! <laughs> all right, thanks for joining. Lick, lick my Thank you, Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the first episode of Carnal Talk Podcast. Oof. Sorry the episode went for so long and the countless sound issues, but most of all, I need to apologize for my appalling interview style. To say I have ring rust would be an understatement, but hey, it's been two years since I made my last podcast, so I promise to do better next time. But I hope you enjoyed our conversation with the amazing and beautiful Lick My Versace. 
visit carnaltalk.com and click on her episode to find all of her links. Please go and show her your support. Let her know you found her through us. And for future guest suggestions or any other questions you may have, give me an email, nelly at carnaltalk.com. You can follow the podcast on Instagram, Carnal Talk Podcast, Twitter or X, Carnal Talk Pod. Oh, and did you guys know I have an OnlyFans? It's Nelly Has Big Loads, so that's OnlyFans.com slash Nelly Has Big Loads. I got a bunch of different stuff up there. I've shot with some pretty uh, big-time players. I've shot with Kazumi, Luna Lovely, Adriana Chechik, and there's more uh, getting brewed up. So go follow me there. Give me some love there. And I hope to see you guys the next episode. Until then, stay freaky.